3: Well, how do you think Cristiano Ronaldo is going to do it, man? You, he had a little game today with Ireland and Portugal, and he tied it, becoming uh, the international uh, goal scoring champ of all time, and then won the game with a header 2 1 Portugal over Ireland. Carver High is not having any of it. So, why don't we get into something else? Last night on the bench, an unbelievable development as Carver High finally admits that he had his first relations. His senior year of high school at the Friday Night Lights big high school football game in uh, Strong Island, play uh, near his Chevy Chevelle. He had it all going. He had a little poison on the radio. He was making out. He got a little leg. It all happened quickly. And then I said, that had to be one of the most special moments of your life. And he said, It wasn't as special as signing up for Circa Millions and Circa Survivor, the contests in Vegas uh, that are the greatest thing on earth. And I found that fascinating because when you think about it, the Circa Millions 3 is the greatest thing ever. Five picks against the spread each week, a point for correct, half point for push, three entries per person. It's a grand a pop, so that would be three large. A million top prize guaranteed, four million in total prizes, quarterly payouts, no rake, 100% of the money goes to the players, not the house. Circus Survivor, you can enter six times at a grand a pop. That's six large. Six million in total guaranteed payout. A million undefeated bonus prize. Choose a different team to win. Straight up each week. Cannot pick the same team twice. Ties and cancel games or losers. Thanksgiving and Christmas each a contest week on its own. 20 selections for the season. Entries for holiday weeks previously used will be eliminated. That means you lose. Undefeated bonus prize week 18. you got to pick Kansas City or Tampa. If you've already used either one of those, you lose. Sign-ups in Vegas at the Circa Sports Counters at the Circa, Golden Gate, D, Tuscany Suites, the Passwater Street Casino, plus on the Circa Nevada mobile app, which is more important than having an automobile, I think. And then Circa kiosks. There's more of those than there are people in Vegas, so just sign up. And you sign up in Vegas. You can play from anywhere. I mean, you got to do it. Carver High, I know how much she meant to you. You never forgot her. It was a great moment in your life when you finally cracked the egg. But you know that the contest in Vegas means so much more to you than some old girlfriend.
4: I don't disagree about that. I wish that we had a couple of the, you know, particulars of the story a little bit better. I mean, I graduated in 98, not 88. So the Chevelle and the Poison probably wasn't there.
3: Your dad built that car. your dad built that car and kept that car like a GTO. That Chevelle had it all going, and you kept a, a, a rotating poison track on the on the Watch. dashboard rolling at all hours.
4: Just because some of the details might not be the same, I might not remember all of them either, that does not mean that what you said isn't true. Signing up for the Circa Millions contest is more important than anything that happened back in the day. The absolute best contest that there is in town. I would love to be entered in both of them. Uh, here we go. i a little baseball for you here, Scotty. I figured we'd start with the Rays today because they never lose. They win their ninth game in a row. They beat the Red Sox 8-5. to five. All they do every day. I feel like for the last three weeks we've done the Rays beating up on the Red Sox and the Orioles. It never ends. Bad news for Boston. Xander Bogarts pulled from the game after a positive COVID test. I saw another couple guys on the Red Sox went down with the COVID today, too. Alex Cora knows it's tough to lose Bogarts when things are going so rough right now. Here's Cora.
3: Obviously, Xander, he's, he's the leader of the team. He's uh,
5: one of the best shortstop, he's not the best shortstop in the, in the league, and um, we're going to miss him. But, um, you know, we still have our pitching staff. We still have some capable guys that can
3: swing the bats. Uh, we'll talk about what we're going to do. Uh, I do believe that... You lose every night. For for X amount of time, we... we <laughs> We need to play better defense, right? Find a way to to catch the ball, to
5: prevent runs, and let those big boys keep swinging the bat the way they are.
3: Listen, the whole team has COVID. Uh, I'll give them a shot tonight with Sale on the mound, and then they go right back to losing to them again tomorrow. I mean, uh, it's unbelievable to me uh, how the, you know, team refuses to get vaccinated and then they act like they can't believe that the whole team's sick with COVID. Like, if you don't get this vaccine, as they say in the south of France, you're asking for it, baby.
4: The Angels beat the Yankees six to four last night. Let's hear this Otani double steal on Bally Sports West, which honestly, Scotty, isn't that great of a play. It's just a moron move by Gary Sanchez. Let's hear the Otani steal. A swing
5: and a miss, a delayed double steal attempt. Throw to the plate is not a time! Right.
1: They might take a look at that, but it looked like Shohei got his hand in
5: there. This is a huge run. Oh, if it man. stands, it's the second stolen base of the game for Shohei. Goslin draws the throw, and then Shohei was <laughs> off to the races.
3: What a nightmare, these last four games in the Ashtray in Oakland and two in Anaheim. I think it ends tonight, though. The bleeding stops with Cole.
4: Yeah, it probably does. Here's Aaron Boone to finish this up. He says the Yankees could have won this one. I don't know what game he was watching. Here's Booney.
3: I mean, we yeah, lost six. One. We lost some razor-thin games. Tonight was a story of, you know, five double plays obviously really hurt us. Um, five double you know, I plays. I thought we were having a lot of really five. good at bats all night, and It's a game we feel like we probably should have broken open. and did not, you know, so that's not getting a hit. I can't even take it watching these last four games. I mean, and and what's worse is 90% of the fans in Anaheim are all wearing Yankees jerseys and hats. They're all there to see the Yankees win, and they can't beat the Angels. It's embarrassing.
4: It really is. It really is amazing. When we come back, Scotty, more baseball, including the Mets are always going to Met, aren't they, Scotty?
1: the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one (laughs) that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at 40 dollars a month experience it all live with
5: sling sling hello america it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call
3: Carver High, not a good idea to go over to the boss's house and have a few too many martinis, apparently.
4: Yeah, uh, we kind of said it yesterday, talking about the Baez and the thumbs-down stuff, saying how you know you can change the players, you can change the manager, you can even change the owner. Uh, the Mets are still going to Met, and it happened again today. Mets general manager Zach Scott gets popped for drunk driving after leaving owner Steve Cohen's house. Now, there's another story to this. I'll give you the pass and tweet first. On the night that he was arrested, he was at the Connecticut home of team owner Steve Cohen, sources told ESPN. A fundraiser for the team's Amazing Mets Foundation was being held at the house. Scott and players were there for the event. Now, the event allegedly ended around 9 p.m. Eastern, Scotty. Joel Sherman of The Post says that the arrest happened several hours later, so it sounds like Zach made a little pit stop on his way home.
3: (laughs) I had a little. just stopped off for a quick belt or two. And then started talking about how the hell are they going to catch the Braves with some guy at the bar. All I know is you don't take the blood test. You don't take the breathalyzer. You're going to the clink. You're going to court. You're going to hire a DUI lawyer. And somehow try to get out of this nightmare. Uh, Here's what's going to happen. Cohen has steadfastly said multiple times, if you do anything wrong in this organization, you're out of here. That guy's as good as fired. And and you know what? If he gets off even on the the drunk driving charge, which sometimes a good DUI lawyer, by the time they're done, the cop was the one drinking. But when they uh, splash that all over to tabloids and all over to TV and all over the radio in New York, and they talk about this guy for the next 24 hours about him being drunk and driving and and all the rest, he's finished. It doesn't even matter if he's guilty or not. He's finished because it's going to make the organization look bad.
4: Still amazes me. We do this every time one of these guys gets arrested for this. It amazes me that in today's day and age, these guys just can't open up the app and get a car or the Mets don't have, you know, a team. Look at you Carver. High. Like,
3: just, you're a professional. No you drink, a, you drink a big old 32 ounce or 54 ouncer on that steel train. You like to get on that yeah. big old train and then you get the Uber from the train station to the homestead. You got it all plotted out when you're having a couple of beverages of choice.
4: We're not done with the Mets. Uh, they did sweep a double header yesterday. They are rained out tonight. Here is Javi Baez from before the doubleheader apologizing for the nonsense with the thumbs down on Sunday. We had to play this. This is just too funny. Let's have a laugh. Here's Javi.
6: Well, we're just trying to, right now, we're just trying to stay together. You know, obviously, there's a lot of things going on in the, in the social media. Um, we we trying to stay together. You know, we, we're trying to, to leave this, this in the back and, and, you know, move forward and, and try to win the games. Do you have any regrets? For either the comments or the gesture themselves, I mean, I didn't mean to offend anybody. This is yeah, something that that <laughs> I done in the past against the other team. You um, know what you were doing. Like it's the other LA team, to the, to the, the other team, to the dugout. It's it's not like like I I, I might say something wrong about I was booing the fans, and and <laughs> I really meant like. To, like, boom me down, like, and not Liar. to the fans, to, to a dugout, because I've done it, <laughs> no, i done it with no, the other team, no against, against other teams, but, like, I've never seen it, the same, you like, hate the fans. The same fans, and, like, and you I, hate I, I didn't say defense are bad, like, I love yeah, fans, but, like, <laughs> no, you I just felt like we were alone, like, like defense obviously, wants, no, wants to Stupid. win, and, and, like, they play our salary, like, like everybody says, but, like, yeah they do. want to win, too, like, and the frustration got to us, and, you know, I didn't mean to, to offend anybody. And if I offend anybody, you know, we, we apologize. And
3: no, you don't. It,
6: I, 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 won't, I won't lose anything with that, you know. And, like, we you just trying move forward and leave this in the back.
3: Listen, I, here's what they need to do. They need to get somebody to shut him up because he's as dumb yes. as they come. I can't even listen to him. I mean, that guy's as stupid as a, a box of rocks. They got Somebody at a PR office. You remember, uh, what was the guy's name? The legend that ran the Mets, the PR guy J, forever.
4: Uh, J, J, Jay J, J Horowitz. Jay Horowitz.
3: He <laughs> needs to have a talk with that kid. Like, listen, kid, honestly, come over to my house and I'll zip your lips shut with fishing wire. They got to stop letting that kid do interviews. Boy, how stupid did he look trying to backtrack out of that mess that he created with his good friend Lindor? Who are you kidding? They hate the fans. They hate the media. All they care about is money. That's it. Know it. Live it.
4: No doubt about that. The White Sox beat the Pirates last night 4-3. Lucas Giolito leaves the game with a hamstring issue. That was right after Lance Lynn went on the I.L. as well. So a tough scene for the White Sox pitching right now. Phillies win their fifth in a row, 12-6 over the Nationals. Padres beat the Diamondbacks 3-0. Blake Snell, Scotty, had a no-hitter after seven innings. Uh, Tingler took him out of the game, uh, and then they lost a no-hitter in the eighth inning with the relievers. Brewers beat the Giants 6-2. The Dodgers and the Braves last night. Uh, bad news for Atlanta. Ozzie Albies carted off. X-rays were negative but how about Corey Seager and the Dodgers with another win? The RBI double on Sportsnet LA to put him ahead. Here it is.
7: Eighth pitch coming to Seager. To right center field. Oh. This will give Bucks oh.
3: a
4: chance to gallop. It's
3: All right, so uh, the Dodgers are going to pass the Giants.
4: It's starting to look what, like that right now. I mean, the Giants have hit a little bit of a rough patch here. They've lost a couple games to Milwaukee. It seems like the Dodgers win every single night. Here's manager Dave Roberts. They're a- peaking at the right time. Here he is.
1: It's just a very – it's resilient. It's a re- resilient team, but they're also very methodical in uh, how we approach each night to, to focus on winning one ball game. And, um I really believe our best baseball is still ahead of us. I think that uh, the pitching has carried us in the last, call it three weeks, Um, but I've seen some good things as far as on the offense collectively that uh, we're gonna put some big numbers up here uh, going forward.
3: I mean, if you're the Giants, you just got to be tripping because they're right in your garage getting ready to rob the house. They've already made it in the garage. They're coming through the garage door. They're going in. They're going to hit everything, the safe, the jewelry, the china. They're going to hit the silverware. It's all happening.
4: Uh, I saw this one earlier. Of course, they keep pushing Trevor Bowers' leave further and further back. I mean, the season's almost over. Can we just make a decision? Will he ever pitch for the Dodgers again? I say no, Scotty. What about you?
3: I mean, uh, what a nightmare for everyone. A nightmare for him. He's got massive legal problems. And for the Dodgers, the money that they gave this guy, which is guaranteed, by the way, uh, all I know is, I don't see how you can put him on your team and not have massive problems with backlash, PR, media, fans, women. I mean, it's just such a disaster. I don't see how they bring him back and live with themselves, with their conscience, if they put him back on the team. Just because the guy can pitch. Because you know what they say, talent always wins. They'll put anyone in as long as they can produce. Uh, I told you about you know, domestic violence guys like Herrera in Philly. Uh, As long as he hits, they cheer him. Uh, If he's beating his wife, uh, they boo him. Uh, So this guy's problems, I think, lead to massive problems for the Dodgers if they bring him back. If I'm them, uh, they just have to take a loss. They make tons of money. So uh, at some level, they get over it.
4: The absolute earliest you'll ever see him again is in spring training. I don't even think you're going to see him there. Mariners beat the Astros 4-0 last night. The Mariners, every time we think they've gone away, Scotty, they're three and a half back of the wild card. They win a couple of games. The Astros put Zach Greinke on the COVID list. A's beat the Tigers 9-3, two homers for Matt Chapman last night. And Al Leiter and John Smoltz will not be on MLB Network Studios anymore. They won't be in the studios after refusing the vaccine. I also saw that Bob Boone, who's been with the Nationals since 2003, He also says he's going to leave uh, the company, uh, the the organization, because he doesn't want to comply with the virus mandate that the Nationals have. So you're going to start to see a lot of that, too, Scotty.
3: Look, I mean, you know, have at it. Everybody's a genius until they got a tube shoved down their throat. Everyone that ends up in ICU, uh, they are all begging for the shot then. But until then, nobody's telling them what to do. So all these people that think they have all the answers, have a nice fall
1: the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at 40 dollars a
5: month experience it all live with sling sling hello america it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call
3: All right, all back on coast to coast. We go out to Vegas to the fantastic Circa Sportsbook where the Don of Las Vegas, the vice president of Circa Sports, Mike Palm, and his fanatical Mike Palm readers are out there in droves in Sin City. They love him. He's been on the show a million times through the years on the bench on the radio show. It's good to have you on the TV side. Mike, great to see you. Hope you're doing fantastic. I know your business is doing
8: fantastic. Thanks for coming on Coast to Coast. Scotty, it's great talking to you again. It's been too long. Yeah, we got to get you out here to see this place. It's just absolutely amazing. You can see the sports book behind us, three stories. Words don't do justice to what stadium swim is like, that outdoor amphitheater where we broadcast sports but it's also a pool party all year long i mean it is amazing that's my kind of place mike as
3: you know being around uh your parties the greatest parties on earth are thrown by mike and Derek, uh Derek stevens of course the ceo and owner of uh circa the d golden gate mike runs all of his properties as well and certainly the vp at, at circa i have to go back to when You know, you built it and it came to fruition and you've been through so much of, you know, from ground to risen uh, and then COVID and then you open it up and here you are a couple years later. What a rush it's had to be for you and Derek to see it all come to fruition and become this enormous entity in Vegas, the most popular place in Las Vegas, the best sports book in the world. You have to be sitting back sometimes looking at it going, holy shack, I can't believe we did this.
8: Yeah. I mean, think of the timing of it and, and building during COVID when everything was shut down. It actually, there were some advantages to it, Scotty, because we didn't have neighbors operating. All of a sudden we could work on a longer schedule each day. We didn't have to be done. You know, we didn't have to be done by 6 p.m. We didn't have to we didn't have to wait until 9 a.m. to start working because nobody else was operating for 11 weeks. And we were actually able to think about this, open this project two months ahead of schedule. We opened the casino, the pool, all the restaurants, the sports books, October 28th. We weren't scheduled to open till New Year's Eve. Then we got the hotel open right before New Year's. So, I mean, we've gone through a lot of adversity. We started out small with the sports book, just at that hub at the Golden Gate, right? tried to get our names out there in the market, kept saying, when we build build this magnificent thing that you see behind me here, this is really going to take off. And I think Matt Metcalf and his team, they laid all the groundwork and towards a terrific operation. And then when this building opened, boy, it was just rockets.
3: How did you like getting into the sports book business, Mike? Because you opened up the, like you said, at the Golden Gate, you opened up at the D. I remember when you transformed the D from uh, William Hill into Circus Sportsbook, and then you made the extension at the end of the Golden Gate. What was it like diving into the sports book business? It had to be exciting and challenging, and you guys did it better than everyone. Uh, What I noticed from the jump was how quick you got great lines out, better lines than all the other houses in Vegas. And I think that attracted customers and your sports books started off with a bang. How has it affected uh, your business, having Circa and the best sports book in the world compared to what you have going at the Golden Gate and the D, how have you been able to
8: all three rocking and keep those other two properties successful. Yeah, I mean we we did we made a tremendous splash. We did it in a couple of ways. I mean we we had a different model than most sports books do now, either the big corporations that do it or the European models. Look, we wanted to have higher limits and lower takeout. It's a lower hold model, right, because we think we can do a lot of volume, but it offers the customer a better value for their bet. And then the other thing I think that we did really well was originating the college football line. I mean, coming out with it on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. Pacific, the first college football lines in the world. I mean, that got us a lot of attention. People still fly here every weekend to bet into those opening lines. I mean, we take bets on it too. It's not we're gonna put on a line and take twenty-five dollars. We take dimes into it when we, we put the line out and we let the we let the sharp guys hammer the line to where it's supposed to be, right? We're not gonna be right on every line. The other two casinos has done well. Obviously, the Golden Gate benefits from the proximity of Circa right here and all the foot traffic that is driving to west end of Fremont Street. And when we sit there and look at the business numbers of the D, it's never done better. We're setting records every month at the D. I think people respect the product, what we've done. I mean, obviously, Derek's renovated every room in those two other hotels, and then he's built this spectacular hotel. He sort of created three different tier levels for our company. I mean, and we're still growing. So, Uh, it's it's been great and our downtown partners love it as well you know the rising tide lifts all ships oh i think you guys have uh
3: the renaissance of downtown is because of you and derek everyone knows that i think your business partners they want to be friends with guys like that that make things better for everyone involved on fremont street and making it exciting downtown again let me ask you about uh the the millions and the survivor, the greatest thing since uh, the second coming of Jesus. Honestly, uh, these contests are so magnificent As you know, Carver High has already admitted that his first relations with a girl his senior year in high school were not as important. Walking his daughter down the aisle will not be as important. Having his first child is not as important as signing up for Circa Millions and Survivor. Literally nothing. Buying his first home doesn't even matter compared to signing up for the contest. When you first started the contest and went against the heavyweights, the Superbook, and that contest that everybody and their brother always flocked to every year, and you started dancing, with the big boys what was that like that had to be a trip for you and i think you guys have exceeded expectations exponentially every year since
8: well you know people talk about the guarantee right now that put us on the map with the contest but let's not forget we were the first ones that didn't take a rake scotty you know all these others it's a five percent rake it's an eight percent rake no rake no rake a hundred percent payback on top of the guarantees we're not taking a dollar out of anything now we've seen the other contests fall in line with it, and they're not taking rakes anymore once they realize they couldn't compete with our model. And when you talk about the guarantees, we started out that first year with the Circa Million. We guaranteed $1.5 million, The big rush the last week, we, we got there. We didn't think we were going to get there. Then last year, during the pandemic, we said $3 million for the Circa million, and we introduced the Survivor. We were going to guarantee a $1 I mean, we were sitting at like 250 Survivor and, and about 1,500 circa million two entries with 10 days to go. We had the big rush. We just got there. 3,300 circa million two, 1,300 Survivor. We're sitting in the room this year and Derek says, what are we going to do? Are we going to do the guarantee again? I said, yeah, well, I think we should do the guarantee. The guarantees work. He said, well, what do you think it should be? I said, well, how about three and three? You know, let's grow the Survivor. It was a new product last year. A lot of the country, they don't play these kind of contests. We sort of introduced it to the market. Let's grow. He's oh no, you can't do that. You can't have three million again for the circa millions. We gotta grow it. I said, Well, how about four and four? He, said, he thought for us. I said, I think we got him convinced here. And he said, Nah, eight million dollars isn't sexy. I said, What do you mean? Eight million isn't sexy, but one point <laughs> five million was sexy two years ago? No, we gotta do ten million. We gotta do ten million, Mike. I said, So five and five? He goes, Oh no, 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 no. Survivor's gonna take off. We're gonna guarantee six million in Survivor, and we're gonna guarantee four million in the circa million, circa million three. Well <laughs> The Survivor's gonna be a sweat now. As we speak, we have 2,507 entries in the Circa Million 3, 2,119 in the Survivor. We got a problem, Sky. We might get to 10,000 entries, but we bet an to here. We didn't bet a Quinella. We needed them in a certain order. So we still need almost 4,000 more entries in the Survivor and we only have 10 days left. We got to 400 a day, including the weekdays. I, I think old Andy Dufresne, AKA Derek Stevens, he might not have a tunnel to dig out of this year.
3: We need to get everybody to go on a four-day bender this weekend, go to Vegas tomorrow, hang out Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, stay till Monday, Labor Day, watch all the college football games, and if enough people show up, you'll easily top the number. What's it been like to see people sign up and then the proxy business? How's that gone for people that can't get to Vegas regularly, that live, let's say, in New York City or on the East Coast?
8: it's incredible this whole the whole proxy business and the level of professionalism that these organizations have so you have to come to vegas at least to register for the event but then you can play through a proxy you're allowed to name a proxy to put your picks in every week because they must generate from within the state of nevada according to the gaming control board there's probably a half dozen or so great proxy services out here you can go online and find them or if you show up here and you walk up to the desk and you see Matt Metcalf or Jeff Benson, say, hey, I'm from out of town, I wanna sign up, I need a proxy. They do a great job of keeping office hours. They're like college professors. I mean, they post their hours, they'll extend them at times. There's always gonna be somebody here in the book to help you sign up if you're from out of state. You're gonna pay them a small fee for the whole season, it might be 200, $250, to put your picks in for you. But you know, a lot of local people do it too. I don't know, they might be out of town one weekend, plus you just have that insurance of somebody making sure your picks in. Yeah, I mean, we went through like week 12 of Survivor last year. We were down to 100 people. And people were still not putting their picks in. They were forgetting. They were oversleeping. Something happened. So it, it, it's a great thing. Last Friday, Derek and I, I got done doing the show here in the Visa studio. Derek and I walked through the sports. He said, just walk through the sports book with me. I mean, it was pockets of 10 guys here, eight guys here. People were doing their sports podcast. We were down there shaking. It was incredible, the energy in the book, at noon on a Friday, just with all the people that had come in for the weekend getting into the contests.
3: Well, I think it's uh, such a magnificent scene, that sports book. What I have one minute respectfully. What has that uh, mobile business been like for you guys all over the state of Nevada? Like everyone everywhere has these in the states. It's legal now, and the business is just booming. What's it like for Circa?
8: The, the, the mobile business is incredible, and it continues to grow. The majority of money wagered, not necessarily tickets, but the amount, the volume of money wagered, is larger on the mobile app than it is over-the-counter. Now, Circa obviously saw the spike in over-the-counter wagering because of this building that we built here. But, I mean, we have multiple accounts, multiple accounts where guys are betting five figures every day off their mobile. I mean, and most of the Sharp guys are going to do that, and the guys that are doing it because they come in, they make their deposits, and we've opened up smaller shops here around town as well at Tuscany, we did it at the pass in Henderson where people can go in and make their deposits. And then, I mean, it's like you're in the sports book when you're at couch at home, you're making your bets with your thumb. It's great. Listen,
3: Mike, we look forward to talking to you tonight on uh, sports grid radio on the bench, on the radio side. Uh, we'll get into all the big games Thursday through Monday. We'll talk some pros with you and we'll talk more about millions and survivor. Everybody go sign up in Vegas, hang out, go check out circus sports book. It's the best in the world. Thanks a lot, Mike.
1: The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love, all at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with
5: Sling. Sling. Hello, America. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater. And this is your wake-up call.
3: Well, uh, Carver High and I have partied a lot with uh, Derek Stevens and Mike Palm, uh, certainly downtown Vegas and and thereabouts, and I can't wait to go to Circa and tear it up at that great sports book. We'll have Mike on the radio show tonight on a bench at 10 p.m. Eastern. Check us out on Sports Grid Radio and serious 204, mightier 1090 sports map, sports byline. Looking forward to that. All right, uh, Carver High, where are we going here? A little more baseball skinny?
4: Yes, why don't we get through tonight's games? We do have games going on right now. The Rangers lead the Rockies 5 4 in the ninth. Diamondbacks beating the Padres 6 0 in the fifth. Not a good scene for San Diego. Scoreless in the fifth between the Astros and the Mariners. The Cardinals took game one of the doubleheader from the Reds today, Scotty, 5 4. They have game two tonight in Cincinnati. Sonny Gray and Jay Happ, minus 174 for the Reds. They've lost four in a row now. The Yankees have Garrett Cole. They've also lost four in a row. They're in L.A. to finish off that long West Coast trip against the Angels, minus 295 there. Happy Harvey Day in Toronto for the Orioles. Uh, it's the best, They're going for two in a row. They won last night. Blue Jays are the favorite, minus 260 with Steven Matz. You have the A's and the Tigers in Detroit. We have the Red Sox and the Rays in Tampa. Again, Chris Sale. How about Chris Sale? The Rays are favorite now here, minus 118. You get Chris Sale plus 100 right now for the Sox.
3: Yeah, I'm on Sale tonight. I think uh, he's going to stop the bleeding. His stuff has been absolutely electric uh, since he's come back. I'm on him. Uh, I'm on the A's. I'm on the J's. I don't think they're losing again to the Orioles. I'm taking Cole Automatic to end this uh, nightmare out west tonight. And I can't believe I'm taking the Reds the way they're just biting right now. I mean, they are biting it, aren't they? Chomping at the bit to blow that wild card. The Cardinals are way alive. I am telling you, their schedule lines them up to play all the heavyweights down the stretch. And they can make up uh, fast ground like a horse on the backstretch. They are all kinds of in it right now. And they did it again today. If they beat the Reds again tonight, the Reds are in big trouble, mister.
4: They certainly are because that means the Cardinals will pick up two games on the Reds. And the Padres are losing to the Diamondbacks right now. They pick up a game on them. Suddenly, St. Louis very much back in the mix. All right, here's the rest of them. The Pirates are in Chicago again against the White Sox. Carlos Rodon on the mound. Minus 405, this thing is up to on FanDuel. The Cubs and the Twins in Minnesota tonight. We've got the Indians and the Royals, minus 142 for them. Brewers and the Giants, Anderson and Kevin Gossman, Giants minus 190 tonight. And the Braves and the Dodgers, Max Scherzer and Max Fried tonight in LA, minus 220 for the Dodgers.
3: Well, I can't get off of the Dodgers. Uh, They are just taking over out west, and they're going to win that division as sure as I'm sitting here. I cannot believe the Giants go belly to belly and then blow it in September, but that's what's happening. You can smell it cooking in the kitchen, can't you? I love what the Brewers have been doing, but I'm going uh, with the Giants tonight at Oracle. They have to save face. Give me Kansas City at the K. Twins, Maeda with Tommy John today. He's finished for a year, but I'll take the Twins over the Cubs, nevertheless. And I got to go White Sox, but I would go nowhere near that bet at, at over four bucks. You got to be kidding me. Like, I'm just not making that bet. Uh, I'm not interested in, in laying that kind of money in any bet ever. I'll just stay away from that game. But if I had a gun to my head, I'd be on the White Sox because the Pirates suck.
4: There you go. So there's tonight's action in Major League Baseball. Golf, we know we've got the Tour Championship starting tomorrow. You spoke with Drano about it earlier. I thought you'd want to hear Jay Monahan himself. Uh, a couple good ones from him. First, him saying, no more Brooksy yelling at Bryson during events. Here's PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan.
9: The barometer that sh- we, we we are all using is the word respect. And to me, when you hear – Brooksy yelled, or you hear any expression yelled, the question, is that respectful or disrespectful? That has been going on for an extended period of time. To me, at this point, it's disrespectful. And that's the kind of behavior that we're not going to tolerate going forward.
3: Okay, well, listen, male organ of the month club, head of (laughs) uh, customer relations, you giant D. Here's the deal. How about your boy, your disrespectful boy, child, player attacking a fan that yells at him, confronting a fan. What's he going to, beat him up? Is that okay with you there, Mr. Monofem? I mean, honestly, dude, you are so phony. It's coming right off that tan of yours. I look good with mine, though.
4: You do. I got one more from Jay, though, because I thought we had come to a place in golf now where – we had a little bit more personality. You're allowed to have some some spunk out in the crowd. Well, no. Jay Monahan says, "No, no, no! I want a well-behaved crowd at PGA events. I don't want any of this raucous behavior." Here's Jay Monahan again.
9: I made the point earlier about, you know, about you know families and kids, and we have volunteers oh, that are giving so much of their time, oh, and the game man. has never had more people you coming funny. in to enjoy the game and experience it than we've Fenty had here really over these last loser. several months. And we want more people to come in. We no, just wanna make certain that everybody can have a safe, healthy, and enjoyable oh, experience. Oh, Whether you're inside the ropes and enjoyable. or outside the ropes. And that's oh. what we're intending to do.
3: Oh yeah, is that why you provide yeah. everybody with 50 gallons of booze at every single golf tournament? It's like going to a... A rock concert, the amount of booze and drugs at a PGA Tour event. Go to a PGA Tour event. Go inside the tents and see what happens. There are waterfalls of champagne, booze, scotch, beer, sponsors. Everyone is drunk. And then you want them to behave like they're going to the uh, Vatican on a Sunday to listen to the Pope. You know what this guy is? Just so we're clear, America. This is the guy that has two different private golf memberships and drives a $200,000 Mercedes, and you're paying for it. Yep. He's got the wife and the kids in private school, and he gets a limo ride to work every morning. That's the guy giving you your advice. You know what he is to me? He's a guy that I just want to punch in the face.
4: Yes, yes. That, that's exactly what he is. Now, look, I haven't been to too many PGA events, but and listen, are there kids there? There's a couple. No. There's a couple kids there. I'll there give you no that. But it's tournament. not like it's not like it's not like they're at Yankee Stadium and Jimmy and Susie are on the, you know on the front row with their gloves waiting for Aaron Judge to throw him a ball. It's absolutely nothing like that at a PGA event. So Jay's got to relax a little bit when he starts to talk about this stuff. Uh, we do have the Tour Championship. Let's hear from our man Dubsy uh, Scotty. He was down there this week previewing the Tour
7: Championship at East Lake. We've got the final event of the PGA tour super season this week. It's the tour championship. $15 million. It all comes down to now. We're going to East Lake Golf Club over in Atlanta. And we've only got a 30-man field this week with no cut. And if you're in this field, you've had a great season. These are your major winners, your tournament winners, your guys coming in here with absolute red hot form. So it should be a great tournament. But we've got to talk about the format. It's a staggered stroke play format, and everyone keeps asking me what's that all about. I'm going to break it down for you real quick. It rewards the guys for having better seasons. So, the guys up top of the FedEx Cup points list Patrick Cantlay, number one, he's rewarded Thursday by teeing off at 10 under par. Yes, 10 under par. Second in the standings, Tony Fineal, he'll go off at 8 under par third in the standings, goes off at seven under par. Then we go by one-shot increments, grouping the players in fives until we get to the bottom 25 to 30. Those guys are giving up a whopping 10-shot head start to Patrick Cantlay. So it's everything to be up top of this board prior to Thursday because that's too much ground to make up. Dustin Johnson teed off as your leader here last year. He won the tournament. They couldn't make it up on a tough golf course. And look at this golf course, Eastlake Golf Club. What a test it's going to be. Par 70, 7,400 yards. Donald Ross design, Bermuda grass greens. I was here two weeks ago, and it's absolutely in fantastic shape. But what stood out for me was how thick the rough was. You've got to keep it on the short stuff this week, or you won't be a factor. My three key stats, accuracy off the tee, strokes gain approach, and scrambling around the greens. Short game. Will keep you in the mix here it's got a bit more undulation so you need to favor your shot makers but again from the betting perspective we've got to favor the guys up top of the board this week if they've got a head start thursday that's a huge advantage on a tough golf course with a small field if you want a value play Favour your volatile golfers, the guys with higher ceilings who can rattle off a 63, 64, get themselves in the mix prior to the weekend. But look, this is the Tour Championship. $15 million up for grabs. What a season it's been here on the PGA Tour. And for us at the Sports Grid, we've been an absolute heater in the golf betting, and we want to do it one more time. So favour those key stats, favour a shot maker, but look to the top of the board this week. This is a chalk week for us. But keep a locked on the grid. We're talking the Tour Championship all week long
3: i mean this guy is just an absolute badass this guy dubs anderson (laughs) where did they find him i mean this guy's like honestly he's like a bag of diamonds i mean this guy you just won the lottery with this guy i don't know what was going on before but uh we got it all figured out now on the grid with this guy they got to get this guy i think they need to get him a hooker and a bag of money and a a big (laughs) bottle of booze like one of those ones that give grand prix drivers those reports are excellent.
4: no doubt. Great job by Dubsy. Uh, Patrick Cantley is your co-favorite with John Rom plus 380. Just please, anybody but those two guys. I don't care. Uh, I'll bet anybody but those two guys, Rahm and Cantley. Please, give me, give me Justin Thomas at 18 to one. Let's go. All right, we do have the first of six straight days of college football. Scotty starts tonight. The Montgomery kickoff between UAB and Jacksonville State. Right now, minus fi- uh, 16 and a half for UAB as they get going down in Montgomery, Alabama tonight with the kickoff. I'm on the blazer, Scotty. Let's lay the wood.
3: Uh, I'll tell you what. I, I think UAB uh, should win the game. I don't like them to cover the number. Jacksonville State can score points. I know they're an FCS school, but let's not get ahead of ourselves with the UAB Blazers. You know what they got more of on that campus? People that blaze than the people that play football. Believe me, you, uh, UAB, I mean, I've had better bowel movements than watching them play football.
4: Oh, look (laughs) out Uh, elsewhere tomorrow. Full slate of college football tomorrow. We'll have all the picks right here on Coast to Coast. Texas A&M gives Jimbo Fisher a new contract worth Jesus. $9 million a year. He only had seven years left on his old deal. Let's throw another three on there at $9 million per for all those SEC titles that he's been winning off of Nick Saban. Oh, yeah, he hasn't done that. Tomorrow, with the start of the college football season, I'll give you the ACC and the Big 12 odds to win. Wisconsin dismisses running back Loyal uh, Loyal Crawford after a dorm altercation with running back Antoine Roberts. Not a good scene there. Did you like Embiid today calling out the Sixer fans? We love this. Ugh. Look at his tweet, Scotty. I haven't forgotten, but two years ago, I got booed. The bottom line is the best. Philly fans... Y'all also got to be better. Look at Embiid giving everybody the business.
3: Oh, shut up, you gigantic galoof who's done nothing at all. (laughs) I deserve to be the MVP. You didn't win that either. Uh, We're going to win it all. Trust the process. They don't do jack, and neither does that crappy hockey team in that town. And the Phillies aren't going to do anything either, even though they're on fire right now. Watch the rain tonight cancel their game. They'll lose the first game coming out of it
4: hawks give clint capella two years 46 million the lakers are looking for centers with marcus all's future uncertain they should look for centers anyway he's washed poirier and Oliveira title fight targeted for ufc 269 on december the 11th connor and nate diaz exchange heated tweets and i don't even know what to tell you about the tennis player who keeps going to the bathroom with his phone scotty i don't know what the deal with that guy is
3: he probably (laughs) likes bidets as much as i do
1: the crack of the bat on a home run the slice of skates cutting across the ice but what about this one that's the sound of all the sports you love all at once starting at 40 dollars a month experience it all live with sling sling
5: hello america it's ted from consumer cellular the guy in the orange sweater and this is your wake-up call
3: All right, forella finish time. David Lee Roth declined an offer to join Motley Crue's stadium tour. I decline to watch Vince Neil sing with Motley Crue anymore. Former NHL goalie Pete Peters catches an 11-foot-long white sturgeon. Jesus. Oh, <laughs> Christ. Pete Peters, I remember him. Metallica's Black and whiskey launches the Masters of Whiskey series. Ah, it's great for the guys that have been in and out of rehab nine times to start their own whiskey label. (laughs) I mean, James and that booze aren't exactly best friends. Gene Simmons gets COVID, and no one cares. Former Colts quarterback Arch Schleester released from prison after 30 years, living in Ohio on parole. Bet you're glad he's your neighbor. Underwear worn by Michael Jordan going to be sold at auction with candy stripes in them. Joe Rogan discloses he got COVID, and part of the treatment he claims he had is a horse dewormer. (laughs) What is going on there? I guess that's what your 100 mil will get you, a little horse medicine tranquilizer. Russian KHL team drops cheerleaders after the player's wives got jealous. How pathetic are the wives They get jealous <laughs> of the cheerleaders tapping the players? Man urinates on a Dairy Queen counter due to the mask policy. I'll take a blizzard, and how do you like these apples? Florida diner owner tells Biden supporters to eat somewhere else. Great idea, dude. Send people somewhere else to eat. Peacock's Fresh Prince of Bel Air reboots cast with Jabari Banks, whoever that is. Uh, Supreme Court allows Texas six-week abortion ban to take effect. Now this guy down there, Abbott, is banning abortions. I mean, what a governor they got down there. USA Gymnastics proposes 425 mil for hundreds of Larry Nassar abuse survivors. You mean the girls that he raped? Give them millions, right? Tarzan, a couple who stole 18 million, now on the road as fugitives. Woman makes PowerPoint presentation to show her parents that she's a stripper. You go, girl. Bonnaroo canceled due to flooding, and a woman dumps a backpack with suspected human remains off at the Walmart. Gotta love that, Carver High, when you drop off the arms and legs and torso in a backpack. See you tomorrow.